More now on the Israel-Hamas conflict and Gaza's health ministry says hundreds of people have been killed after an Israeli airstrike hit a hospital in the Palestinian territory. But in the past hour, Israel has claimed it was a Hamas rocket that hit the hospital after it fell short of its target. It comes as US President Joe Biden prepares for an extraordinary visit to Israel to meet with the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. For more, I'm joined by former Australian Army Major General Gus McLaughlin. Morning to you. OK, this is a major escalation, isn't it? This hospital being hit and both sides blaming each other. Yeah, just as we're about to see President Biden arrive, and Biden's ambition would have been to calm things down, just to put that blanket of, um, of let's call it major power calmness into the into the equation. And of course, right in the middle of that, we've now had this incident. Um, this kind of warfare is ugly. Uh, it is violent. It is confusing. Um, buildings are targeted in a, in that perhaps weren't intended to be. Uh, and of course, Hamas are using. Uh, the people of Gaza as a shield to make this more complicated. Yeah, so it's a hospital. Uh, it's funded by the Anglican Church in the US. If Israel hit this hospital, it would be a war crime. Apparently, 40% of Hamas rockets misfire and don't even make it out of mm. Gaza. Is, mm. is that what happens? Well, they're homemade rockets, most of them. Oh. So some of the components will have come in from, from uh, outside of, of Gaza, but many of them are, are built in garages. So it's possible there was an explosion. We know uh, Hamas used the sites of schools and hospitals as a, a location to make uh, Israeli targeting in return more difficult. But as you said, if this is an Israeli bomb, it was probably dropped in error. But that's the sort of thing that you must, you know, the powers with rules must prevent themselves from doing. Mm. And we heard, you know, our Prime Minister yesterday saying everyone has to align with the rules of war. Biden, what is he doing there in reality and how do they protect him? Yeah, well, this is this is what major powers should be doing, I think, Nat, and that is to try and try and um, Put, take the pressure out of this situation. I think Biden, uh, you know, he might be old, but he is a professional in this foreign affairs uh, diplomatic space. He's been in this space for decades. The two American aircraft carriers that are positioned in the region are, se are intended to send a clear message to others around the edges who may want to get involved to stay out. And I think his arrival into uh, right into the middle of this is an attempt to try and get the the pace of this to slow down. Now, I don't think it will stop the Israeli from uh, ground invasion, but it may allow a humanitarian relief convoy to be put in place so that food, water, medicine can be uh, brought into the Gaza Strip. And possibly we want uh, an escape route um, allowed for those Palestinians who want to leave this area. And the 45 Australians that we now know sitting there with Australian passports in Gaza, what are the chances that they're going to get out somehow, possibly through that southern route through yeah, I think these are the things we're hoping that uh, President Biden will help negotiate. Um, but of course, all of these other nations, including Australians, complicate matters. And I think it will become a will become a tool, a pawn in this, um, you know, in this phase as both sides manoeuvre against each other. OK, just briefly before we let you go, what are the chances of something happening here on Australian soil 
terror-related because of all this? Well, the first thing we have to realise is how lucky we are to live in this amazing country and we want people to leave their, you know, their former hatred behind if they are, you know, are lucky enough to, to have come to live here. But, of course, that's not always possible. The head of ASIO has warned that there is a danger. I think it's probably more the, the lone individual who, who, who is overreacting uh, around the edges of these lawful protests. But for all of us... Um, you know, we, we need to realise we're incredibly lucky to be here. We can protest peacefully, but what we don't need is that violence imported uh, to Australia. And we probably need to be all a bit more alert, like we were a few years ago. Gus, yeah. thank you very much for your time this morning.